Hey y'all, it is me, Cicely Renee, aka the Bougie Black Blogger, and this is Bougie University, where we talk about designing a life we love. We see the vision, we write the vision, we live the vision, and then we celebrate the reality. Let's get started. Yo! Oh my gosh. So I just finished up an interview with one of the most amazing people ever. And you're about to hear what happened. You're you're about to hear this interview and you're going to be floored. You're going to be amazed. You're going to be changed. Like you're going to have those light bulb moments happening throughout the whole entire episode. You might want to get a pen and paper to take notes because there are so many amazing nuggets happening, so many things to think about, you know, in this interview, y'all. And I'm so, like, first, I'm telling you, you'll find out why I'm so like, I'm just like on cloud nine, you guys. You're going to be amazed, okay? So we, well, we, I interviewed a dope woman who I'm, whom I call a friend and mentor and all of the above. Um, her name is Elena. She's doing some amazing things and I've been following her and we've been friends for quite a while. And I was like, yo, she has to be on this podcast because she literally is designing a life she loves. And remember, when I say designing, it's not design. It's not past tense. It is a constant thing that you're doing every day to make sure that you're living your best and dopest lives, you guys. So with Bougie University, that's all we talk about, designing a life we love. And that can be in business, that can be in relationships, that can be health-wise, that can be, you know, career, all of the above. And you know what? We're going to take one day at a time. We're going to design. We're going to live. We're going to celebrate. We're going to do all of the above. So, you know, I really hope you're ready for this interview that's about to pop up, y'all. And let me know what you think, your thoughts. Tell me if you're you're feeling it. I'll leave all her contact information below so you can reach out. Um, but let's get it started. Hey, y'all. It is me, Cicely Renee, a.k.a. the Bougie Black Blogger. And I have a special guest, you guys. And I'm super excited because this person has been probably the main reason in how I got to blogging and all that good stuff. So I remember her from like maybe 10, 15. I don't know. I'm trying to date. I'm not going to date myself, but it's been a while. But like, I just remember her talking about a blog she wrote that went viral, and I was like, that is so cool. She's doing these really cool articles, these blogs, and, you know, that's her life. So I want to introduce you to my homegirl, Elena. Elena, tell them a little bit about yourself. Hello, everyone. My name is Elena Pinkney. I just got married in May. (laughs) Thank you. 
Thank you. And then, but uh, I'm in a transitional state right now. I, I'll tell you who I was and I'll tell you where I'm at and I'll tell you who I want to be. Okay. Um, I used to, yeah, I think, I think we all have points in life that, that uh, advance and I'm on that incline right now. But I used to be, when we first met, I used to be a journalist. Okay. Um, and I loved being a journalist, but it got to be where, I don't know if this happens to you, but when you're in your dream and you're doing what you think you want to do, when you start to kind of trade your dream for money and people kind of suck the life out of you, yeah. you begin to hate your dream. And so journalism was always fun. It was more so a means to an end, but it wasn't the end in itself. So I got out of it. But at the time I was writing for Insight News, uh, Clutch Magazine, Yo Rap, and several other publications. And I was interviewing stars like uh, Tyrese, 50 Cent, Russell Simmons. I mean, I did it for, I think, maybe five years, and it was awesome. But when the demand became too hard to deal with, I just started to hate journalism. Mm -hmm. So I transitioned into doing more of a PR type thing, and then PR transitioned me into branding. So I'll say who I am right now is I'm a brand manager for several different uh, people. Uh, MC Light, I manage her, her brand. Uh, I've worked with Floyd Mayweather. I've worked with, um, I've worked with, well, I worked with uh, the sisters who produce Floyd Mayweather's events. Let me say that. Okay. I've worked with, um, uh, I worked on Black Panther. Um, I worked on a lot of, I've worked on a lot of stuff um, with a lot of amazing companies that hire me to do graphic design work for their brands. And in some cases, I actually create the brand. So I've done, a, and I've worked with like Coco from SWV. I created her her brand that she has. She has a makeup line. Um, I've done a lot of really cool stuff. Um, so with that being said, that's who I am now. Um, in the, on the PR side, I've worked for the Cannes Film Festival, the American Black Film Festival, Film Independent, LA Film Festival, the Spirit Awards so on and so forth. And PR is cool, but it was never really my, my final dream. And where I'm at now, as far as where I want to be, I went to college to be a screenwriter. Okay. And so right now what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to transition my brand and, my, and who I am as a person from to being a full-time writer, whether that is writing books or writing scripts. Uh, that's always been who I, I, I am. But I want to do it in a way where I'm in control of my dream, where I don't have people kind of demanding and eating away at my time and my life and kind of thrusting me in directions that I don't really want to go in. So I'm trying to become 100% independent mm -hmm. and do things on my time. And I think that's important for sisters and people out there. We got enough people uh, kind of eating away at us and demanding. So that's why it's important when you're trying to be an entrepreneur um, to make sure that you know exactly where you want to go exactly who you want to be and exactly the type of people that you want to work with so that you do not get stressed and overstrung and so on and so forth. But that's, that's where a sister's headed. That's the direction I'm going in. That is so dope. So you are literally designing a life you love. And over here on the Bougie Blogger, that's all we are all about, our Bougie, you know, university. Um, so that is so cool. And it, it's always like, it seems like it's always like a work in progress. Like you hit these different levels, you transform, you grow, you experience different things that, you know, change things or change your perspective and meet different people. 
And just like, like you said, you started off with um, journalism and it just transformed into all these other, other dope things. And I feel like that's what's happening with my blog as well. Like it started off with, you know, me thriving after divorce. And then I was like, man, this can be bigger than just that, like living your best life. And I do a lot of PR work too. So that's so cool. Oh my gosh. I'm so excited. So how, okay, so you went to school for journalism. Nope. No, 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 I lied, I lied, screenwriting, screenwriting, <laughs> my bad. Yep. I knew that. So when you went to school, tell me, okay, so a lot of people feel like as entrepreneurs, they don't need to go to school for certain things and then their passion will just take them everywhere. What do you think about that? And do you feel like school is a good option or can people get away with not going to school to get to their dreams? I think that education is important, but I don't necessarily think that you need to go to school to get an education. There's education all around us. Um, it's interesting that you, you, you asked this question. I did go to school for screenwriting. However, I taught myself via online tutorials, YouTube, and webinars, how to graphic design, how to build websites, how to do brand management. I taught myself all of that by going to the internet university right. or YouTube university. So I, and then reading book upon book upon book, article upon article. And I think that an education is what you make of it. You, you, you just need to go out you can't just go out with your ambition and not have actual talent and skills to back it up. I think a lot of people are ambitious. A lot of people get online with all these dreams and they boast and they say, this is what I'm going to do. But then when they get a seat at the table, they have absolutely no idea what they're in store for. Right. So for me, um, every single thing that I've ever wanted to do and every, every, um, road that I took a turn and, 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 and went in a different direction, I made sure that when I got in that room or I got in that arena that I knew what I was doing. Right. And that was from teaching myself how to write press releases. And that was easy to do because when you're a journalist, you get press releases every single day from, really? from publicists to ah. write about their talent. So once you read like 500 press releases, you kind of get the format and the formula down. And you already kind of, when you go to these different events, you get relationships with the uh, journalists that are there. You get to know the, the sister from BET or the, the sister from Essence. And you start to create relationships with people who are in the world you're in. So, yeah, you can be ambitious, but you want to make sure that while you're creating those relationships, you're also padding yourself with the education to be able to use those relationships to the best of your ability. So I do firmly believe that education is important. It's just that you don't necessarily have to pay uh, $60,000 for it. Right. So, yep. Totally agree. And so as a full-time teacher, ha, so I teach these wonderful children that they are always like, what's the point of education? What is this or whatever, you know? And I'm just like, you know, basic, the basic stuff you need to know is just how to comprehend and speak to people, you know, to help you get to the next level. And I'm telling them that you need to have a GED or a diploma to get you places, okay, for the bare minimum, right? And if you really mm -hmm. want to do some really cool things, then you may need to go get a certificate. And I tell them all the time that 
my so my undergrad was business and my master's was educational leadership and i've learned how to do all kinds of different stuff because of my blog because google university is amazing and there is like you said there's so much educational resources around and so people just need i i believe they just got to do the work and you know invest a little bit of time you know energy all that good stuff to get them to where they need to go right absolutely absolutely I think also the degree kind of shows employers or other people that you can actually complete something that you commit to. So it's not bad to have a degree. It's definitely not bad. But I honestly, when I'm out here in the world that I'm in right now, I find that so many people that I meet that are filmmakers or that are artists went and got a degree in computer science and now they're making films. So, you, you know, it just really depends on who you want to be and what you want to be because often you may not even use the degree that you earn when you get where you're trying to go in life right the truth the truth i know we were chatting before and you said that you have six businesses is that yeah. what you said can you tell it's something like five or six maybe seven <laughs> i i really don't know it's, it's a ton of businesses and i probably should have that answer but <laughs> <laughs> I should probably know, and I think that's because some are still in the incubation stage, but uh, I know that there's four or five that are that are up and running and, and doing what they do. Right. So do they all like work together, or are they totally different things? They're all totally different things. Um, some of them, well, of course, there's my company, Electric Heart Media, where I do branding uh with my personal individual clients and then with other uh uh companies like right productions or ign pr um so or um liquid soul so that that's my company where i brand manage other brands um and then i have rigby and lane that's a children's clothing line uh, i have right yeah it's really cute i have will rice for film um, and that's a clothing line for writers so i have like t-shirts like plot killer plot twist and fade in, you know, just really cool shirts that motivate other writers like myself. Then I have Tokyo Bombshell, which is a an online store that sells, um, we have a licensing deal with Marvel, uh, Warner Brothers, and several, Universal, several other companies. So we sell like um, uh, t-shirts and, and different memorabilia from major motion pictures. Um, then my husband and I started a company a couple years ago called The Urban Migrator. Okay. where it's basically like a travel blog and a travel consulting company where he teaches people how to move from one city to the next and we also showcase uh cities all around the world we're actually producing a web series right now that we're going to release probably in the spring of next year where we will be showcasing and highlighting cool neighborhoods basically kind of like uh an anthony bourdain type show awesome. uh, but from the perspective of i want to move to new orleans well let's show you what makes New Orleans a great city to live in. And so we'll we'll basically dissect the city, but from a local's perspective. Not like when you see a lot of people online and they're they're doing uh, travel videos, they're showing you all the cool travel stuff. Well, we're actually gonna get in depth and show you why this neighborhood is a great neighborhood to move in, what making talk to the to the actual residents and the people. And um, not just necessarily from a black voice, a uh, black perspective, but from a perspective of a millennial. Just any and everybody that wants to move that's afraid uh, to migrate to another city. So we're gonna um, unveil 10 cities next year 
um, around the globe, London, Toronto, and several others. So it's going to be fun. So we have that. And then um, Creative Architect Publishing. It's our publishing company where we published our first book that we wrote called Before I Do, which is a bucket list book for people that uh, are getting ready to get married. There's 25 really cool bucket list items on in the book that you should practice or do before you go to the altar. And so it's a, it's a really fun book. We kind of feel like it's, uh, it's a relationship problem-solving book before you even have the problem. So right. <laughs> it's pretty awesome. So we have that. And then um, we also have 46 and Cedric. That's our film production company where we are producing two web series. One is called Seven Girls Named Lucy. Wow. And then the other web series is called The Flip Side of My Pain. That one's the one I probably love the most because it's an anthology web series in the same vein as the Twilight Zone. Okay. So we are producing, yeah, we're producing both of those uh, series next year. Okay. Um, so that that's it. But the one company that will probably pause is Electric Heart Media. And that is because I am trying to send myself 100% in the direction of film and TV and web uh, content creation. So that's why the clothing stores make sense because you being an entrepreneur that also has a, a clothing store and book, yeah. those, those passive income streams will give me the freedom to be able to write and produce the, the film project So and the web series. So that's why we have those brands also because we love dope clothing, right. but uh, I'm hoping to phase out electric heart media, but that, that's in the nutshell. That's what we're working on. Uh, I don't know how many that is. But it's a lot. <laughs> I didn't even take count. I should have counted. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a lot. It's a lot. And you know, do you feel like it's helpful? So I felt cause you've been an entrepreneurial lifestyle for a very long time. So I definitely wouldn't tell a newbie to go ahead and have like six or seven businesses, but those who know how to manage and, you know, multiple would be, you know, definitely beneficial. Um, yes. Right. No, I would never tell anybody uh, to go out there and do that, but I kind of, this is how I treat my businesses and this is how I don't lose my mind every day when I wake up. Um, I treat my businesses like clients. So with, I've been working my company, Electric Heart Media, since 2011. And I've made a lot of people rich. Yeah. I've built a lot, of, a lot of brands and everything that I am doing with my companies, I actually did for people from the ground up. So because I worked Electric Heart Media almost solely by myself, I managed five or six brands at the same time. Uh, with that company. So I never had a break where I only worked on one person's project this month. Then the next month I worked on another per person's project. I, I built that company up to uh, almost uh, six figures. So actually, I would say six figures. And I did that by splitting my brain like an atom and, and working, working many people's dreams uh, you know, all together at one time and it, and it worked out. So what I'm doing now is I think I'm down to maybe two clients and I'm finishing up their projects right now. And then I'm going to pause it and I'm going to treat my brand like they're not my brand, but they're right. my clients. That's awesome. And I, yeah. And so I'm basically doing everything that I did for everybody else for myself. And those who understand 
um, how you build a brand, you really just have to build a passive income brand one time. Yeah. That's it. And then you spend the rest of your time marketing that brand. And then once you once you built it, it's 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 easy. The marketing part is where you take the time, but you could easily spend honestly two hours a day on each brand, and it's an eight hour day, and you're good. Yeah. So that's that's basically uh, what I did and what I'm doing. That's that's the plan. That's good. That's so good. I girl. And so like you say the six and seven businesses and I'm like, oh my gosh, that's such, that's so many. But then I'm, I think about me and I'm just like, oh, I have a lot of different businesses too. So and I forget that they're all businesses because they're just like, you know, fun. Yes. my the thing that I wake up, you know, thinking about and I'm like, oh, that is a business difference. Thing. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. If you're not having fun with it, there's no need to do it. Right. Exactly. So like mm-hmm. when we talk about the fun stuff, like, you know, this is awesome. You know, you're making money, you're hanging out with a lot of like celebrities, working with them, building them up. What are some of the challenges that you've had that you had to, you know, overcome? Um, I think the biggest challenge that I worked to overcome, and I guess I would say getting married is really uh, the the reason I was able to overcome the challenge is saying no. Yeah. Um, I I struggle to say no. I will say yes to every single person on the planet Earth if you ask me. And what that started to do to my life and to my happiness was I started to find myself over investing in other people and not investing enough in myself and that creates issues with your health issues with your happiness issues with uh, just being fulfilled um and so i've had to learn to say no i've said no so many times this month because when you're when you've been working a business and working with clients for you know seven years and they call and they're like hey can you do this project for me saying no is hard but I really had to tell myself this month that I have a dream. No one knows that I want to be a screenwriter. They really just think I love graphic design. They really think I love uh, building websites. And yeah, at one point I love doing it and I don't, um, you know, I'm not saying that I, I, um, I don't love my journey. I absolutely am grateful and thankful for my journey, but I know at the end of the day, I need to feel as fulfilled as my clients do after I turn their, their, their dreams over to them. And so for me, saying no has been the icing on the cake that I'm cutting right now. Like I, I sister, <laughs> I'm telling you right now, never compromise your happiness to make someone else happy. Right. You have to make sure at all times that, Everything that you're doing and who you are is is in alignment with your everything that you do on a daily basis. So, like I said, the biggest thing that I've overcome and the biggest challenge is saying, you know what, I would love to work on your project, but I can't. I got to work on my project. Right. That is, oh, yes. Yes, and I think my, that's kind of like the, um, so I follow this girl named Maya or whatever. Um and she's shameless about everything that she does. So that was like her journey of where she was just going to do what she wants to do, despite what other people have to say about her. And I think that's good because I know I struggled a lot with like, um, you know, saying no, and I took on a lot of work and it stressed me out. Um, but yeah, I, it's good to say no. 
um, when you leave yeah. yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you got to take care of yourself first. Cause, and that's something that I tell my kids. Like, you can't get happiness from other people. You get happiness from what you are doing, what you create for yourself. And if that's pulling on you, like if it's stressing you out, then it's not going to be, you know, fun to do, right? Right. Absolutely agree. I absolutely agree. Yes. Um, so I'm going to ask a few more questions. There was something uh, we got all night. I got all night. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so one thing that I so I put a quote on the board once a week for my students, and um, I pretty much feel like I'm not just an English teacher, but I am a life skills and philosophy teacher, and just like common sense teacher. Come on, we need you to think. You know, <laughs> like have some common sense. Why would you do stuff like that? But one of the quotes that um, popped up in my head when you said earlier that you put yourself around, I guess, the right people or just the people you hung around, I was just like, the quote that popped in my head was, um, show me your friends and I'll tell you your future. And so I don't know if they got that 100%, but it, how, what do you think about that quote and how does it relate to business people and entrepreneurs and I guess life in general, what are your thoughts on that? Oh, I have so many thoughts on that quote. I, I can tell you that quote from so many different perspectives. Um, and I'm actually learning um, the different facets of that quote every single day. Like right now, I can tell you the, the thing that I've been realizing this week or actually, yeah, this week is being married. Um, you, you don't think that your friendships need to change, but maybe sometimes they do yeah. because if your friends are not in alignment with um, the lifestyle of a married woman, they won't always understand that you can't hang out with them at some of the places that they go, that you can't spend your entire night on the phone talking to them like you used to because you're married now and you need to dedicate some time to your, your husband. And so when that quote pops in my head, it tells me that if I don't, make that transition either within my friendships and just kind of letting them know, Hey, this is the line in the sand. This is who, this is the way, this is how our friendship needs to curve so that I can spend more time with my husband. I'm going to end up just like them, which is single. Right. So that quote works that way for me when it comes to marriage. When I think about working as an entrepreneur, when I quit my job at the time I was working at the post office, when I quit and decided that I wanted to be an entrepreneur and I was probably making like 60 grand a year. And as a single person, that's good money, you know? Right. Um, but when you're, when your friends all work in corporate America, they don't always have the mindset to understand that you don't want to work to make other people rich anymore. You want to work to make yourself rich. So when you, when you have, when you use that quote in that facet or to understand that you say to yourself, if I keep hanging with people who don't have the mindset of an entrepreneur, I'm always going to be someone that works for someone. Um, you need to try to change your friendship so that the, your circle of five, the five people that you spend the most time with, if you, if you, if you hang with people who are building their own brands, building themselves, uh, doing what they need to do, it, you're more likely to have the same outcome for your dream as they are if you're hanging with them versus hanging with people who don't understand well why'd you walk away from that job and now you're struggling every other month to try to pay your rent 
they don't understand so they're not going to feed your soul right with what you need to be able to get where you're really trying to go they don't they don't understand the game of chess that you're playing so yes i get that quote 100 percent when it comes to that too oh yeah and that's the truth because i know i've lost a lot of friends (laughs) due to different lifestyles not just because i'm an entrepreneur but you know they do different things and it just wasn't working for you know growth i guess and what i needed personally but yeah I love that quote, how you related it to your relation, your husband um, and marriage. That's so, that's so real. Oh my gosh. So how do you manage relationship and being an entrepreneur? You know, it's easy. Um, A, because I'm I'm blessed to have my soulmate in my life. And Mm -hmm. when you have, when you actually meet your soulmate, I know people say, I miss my soulmate. And you know, sometimes maybe it's not true but when you actually do meet your soulmate the person that um god picked for you life should be a whole lot easy and he's an entrepreneur too um he's actually an actor and so i don't have to explain to him why i don't want to go work at corporate america he understands i i don't have to explain to him why i'm going to spend 16 hours on on my script or my dream and probably not get up to do much of anything because he understands because he's willing to die for exactly what he wants to so it makes our relationship extremely easy because we share the same ideas the same goals which in my opinion means we share the same future and it goes back to the quote you just said see you know show me show me your friends and i'll show you your future i i made sure that my best friend ak my husband and i have the same mindset so that we can have the same future that's so beautiful i totally agree and you know and so i'm single and i've been single for a while and i'm just like you know it's so hard for me to get really connected to guys only because we I'm such an entrepreneur and I'm very, you know, um, I'm, I'm just, I just want to be an entrepreneur. I want to work, you know, but I also want a relationship, but I need someone to understand that. So I'm thinking that I probably am going to need to date an entrepreneur. And then, um, I was like, I should start a singles, you know, club for entrepreneurs because we, you know, have that similarity or that similar interest, I guess, and it makes things so much easier and we understand on both sides. Mm-hmm. No, I think, actually think, to kind of to, to kind of add on to that, I think people are dating wrong. Yeah. I'm going to tell you why. Um, I think that people don't realize that the intersection between um, happiness and love and and, and single singleness sometimes means that you need to walk in your purpose. And when you're walking in your purpose, you will meet more people who are aligned in your purpose. Oh. You working in education, that's not really your purpose and it's not who you want to be. But I promise you that when you start entering the rooms um, and being in the arenas that you really desire and dream to be in, whether that is going to conferences or taking trips uh, that are because of your company, you will meet someone who is equally yoked and aligned with you because that's exactly how I met my husband. I met him at the American Black Film Festival in 2012 and we became friends. So we were in the same room in the same arena and we were friends two or three years before we started dating and we spoke the same language. And I often 
we see that women, when you go to a nightclub and you, you know, if you, you may or may not meet a guy who, who has the same goals that you have, or when you go to the gym, you may or may not, but if you are in alignment with your purpose and you are in the space that is created for your purpose, you will meet other people who can feed that purpose and at the same time feed your heart. And I just encourage you to continue to, to climb that ladder that you're on right now to get to where you want to be because on the other side of fear and on the other side of your breakthrough is your husband. He's on the other side of that wall. You He's just waiting on you to get there. I promise you. You're going to make me cry. I'm all like, my heart. <laughs> Thank you. That's so good. That's so good. Oh my gosh! Sorry, I'm all emotional now. It's okay, sister. I see it, and I know it. I prom- I'm, I mean, I speak that over everyone's life that I meet. I, I promise you, your husband's on the other side of your purpose. Yes. There's no other way. If you believe in God, and you believe in divine connection and divine alignment, then you know that what is for you is on the other side of your purpose, and you have to mature to that state, and in in your in your dreams, your goals, and your aspirations, because that is where you're going to meet that husband who can just whisper to you exactly how your body, mind, and soul needs to be whispered to. What? He's there. Yes. Just I promise he's there. I swear. Thank you. I'm holding you to that. I'm coming back to you in like 25, 30 years. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. <laughs> just send, send me my invitation. I'll right. be at the wedding, sister, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. It's going to be off the chain, too. It's going to be amazing. But yes, oh my gosh. Now it's like, so we've talked about business, we talked about relationships, we talked about friendships, we talked about everything. This, and that's pretty much the lifestyle of an entrepreneur. Like, and I guess just life in general, because you're going to have to go through so many things, you know, and so many people give up so easily um, because life can get hard and it's not what you pictured it right then and there. So, like, what advice do you have for someone to design their life, even when it's looking kind of murky, um, just to keep pressing on? Right. Um, I need to write a book on mapping and chess playing. And this is how I design my life. And this is really, truly, honestly, uh, how I got on this path. I, I dated this guy once back in 2006 that, um, well, I'll be quite frank, he was a sociopath. Mm. Um, but he was an incredibly smart sociopath, but aren't they all? And mm. he taught me about the game of chess. And he told me just kind of how he did the art of the kill, which was basically that he mapped out every single thing that he wanted to do in life or every single person that he wanted to date, he mapped it out like a chess player, meaning he had, he thought five steps ahead. And so he knew what to to do to make a woman fall in love with him in five simple steps. Now, you know, so, you know, he, he knew, you know, all he had to do was find out your personality, et cetera, et cetera. So I say that to say, I took that horrible thing that he did (laughs) and I used it and I used it in my life to create the to design the life that I want so when I was working at the post office I knew that I wanted to be a screenwriter I was actually finishing my degree in screenwriting and I started to try to figure out how can I become a screenwriter and if I become a screenwriter how can I meet the right kind of cast 
meet the right kind of directors, producers? How can I get in alignment? How can I get in those rooms? And so I sat down and I figured out the easiest way to be in those rooms would be to start my career as a journalist. That's, that was it. So I said, okay, I'm going to create a blog. So I created a blog. This is that five steps ahead. Because I knew if I created a blog, I could take those blogs, it, those articles that I wrote on my own personal blog, and I could pitch them to bigger publications to get a job because I don't have a degree in journalism. I don't have those relationships. So I need to take these five steps and do that. So I did that. I created a blog took my blog, pitched it to Clutch Magazine and several other people. They bit, they liked me, they gave me an opportunity. Those opportunities turned into pitching myself in the rooms to work, uh, to interview people like 50 Cent or Russell Simmons. And so once I created those relationships, I said, okay, now I need to transition again because journalism is great, but there's got to be another layer and another level to this. So that would be going into PR. So I transitioned into going into PR and that got me even closer in the room because now you're not just talking to someone for 10 minutes, you're talking to them for a longer period of time. And then when they trust you with your brand, you're transitioning even more because now you're in relationship. Now we're working together. So with that being said, that's why I feel like I'm able right now to say, okay, I have relationships. I have friends in Hollywood. I've worked on dope, amazing projects, and I know dope, amazing people. So now if I actually stop doing all these other things that I did when I'm on my journey of designing my life and I did my four steps prior, now I'm on my fifth step, which is become a filmmaker. So I need to start working on my project so that I can call upon everything that I learned in those four steps prior to be able to make this fifth step really happen for me. Mm -hmm. So I tell people all the time when it comes to designing your life, you need to, you need to break down your dreams just like you would break down the curriculum that you needed to take to get a master's degree in whatever it is in college. You need to take your prerequisite courses, whether that is uh, if I want to be an author, today I'm going to outline the book. That's prereq one. Tomorrow I'm going to uh, read uh, marketing articles on how to market that book. Uh, the next day I'm going to do this, do this, do this. You don't have to do anything overnight, but you do have to have a plan. Right. And if you have a plan, I swear on everything, it will be foolproof. It will, it will, you will get exactly the life you want. But if you put things in the wrong order, you will, you'll mess up the goal. Yeah. You have to make sure that everything that you want is being done in the correct and proper order and that you do not stop for anything. Yeah. Don't let fear, don't let fear stop you. Don't let voices of other people who are challenging your dreams and your desires, don't let them stop you and don't let life stop you. But designing one's life just really needs to just be broken down into five steps and you will get exactly what you want. I promise you, sister, this, I promise you. You better preach. And that is so funny you say that because, oh my gosh. Okay, so first of all, this, this, I feel like you're just talking to me and this is life changing and just like confirmation and just like, like you said, a divine moment. Like, I feel like this was supposed to happen, right? And so whoever listening to this, it's suppo you're supposed to hear this. And I really hope you're taking in everything that is being said because this is some really good stuff. And it's, it's so funny because, okay, so like you said, I'm an educator. Well, I'm an educator. I don't know if you said I'm an But um, <laughs> so mm -hmm. what we do is called backwards design. So you start with the end goal and you go backwards and then 
you know, create the design from the, where you want to end up to where you are right now. And one Absolutely. of the things that I have in one of my workshops, or many of them, um, but it's called like a backwards resume. And basically you're writing where you want to be in the future and then the different things that you took or the steps or, you know, places or experiences or whatever that you took you there to get to that specific spot. And so that's, that's, I mean, that's, that's confirmation. I just, it's like it absolutely is sister and it'll work the same way when it comes to dating too like if you know the type of person that you're wanting to be with then you know that you need to go backwards like you said i like that backwards design by being in the room that that person is in like i i swear to you uh sister like i i watch your glow up i watch everything you do and i, I promise you your husband is making six to seven figures ah. and he's in some rooms that you have not walked into yet and i know that because i see I see the, the, I see it on you, I, I swear, and I'm not just like saying this, I see it on you and I see it on so many people, but I see how they easily get caught up with the, the, the little low hanging fruit that's right in front of them and they're afraid to reach up to the top of the tree. Now, I'm telling you, like, you, you don't want to get caught up, whether it is with a man, whether it is with these jobs that you have right now that you don't really want to be in. You got to take a risk for anything and everything that you want in life. And I'm telling you, sometimes the risks are scary, but the payoff is amazing. Yeah. It's amazing. Oh, my God. Like, I'm I just, sorry. I'm like, I just feel like I went to church. Um, This is so good. Oh, my gosh. I'm like speechless right now and I do apologize because I'm just like oh my gosh um but yes this is some dope stuff some really good stuff that I'm about to take to heart I'm about to make sure I write down everything and making sure that like I just implement everything and yeah that's beautiful thank you thank you oh I'm just glad we got the talk sister i'm just glad we got to talk this is so good. sorry i'm like i'm just in heaven right now but um yes well elena oh my gosh so i won't hold you up much longer um can you tell them so can people who are not superstars <laughs> use your services or is that the service that you're phasing out and you're going to work on screenwriting I am always going to be a consultant and okay. honestly, uh, anybody can inbox me, email me, get in contact with me if they're trying to start a business. That's more like this conversation. I love to have these types of conversations. And I mean, this is what I do for my clients anyway. When they call me, I help them design their dreams. Right. And, uh, and I mean, I call myself a brand architect. So I, hey, if you need me, anybody on your, um, anybody on listening to the podcast, if you need me, call me I'm, I'm there i will help you design your dream and uh whatever i mean even if it's love i, I we wrote i told you we wrote a book called before i do we're yeah. also we're writing another book right now called first what i learned on my first year of marriage but i um and i just want to i just want to write educate i mean when i worked at clutch as a journalist that's what i wrote about love relationships like i love to have these kind of conversations so um whether it's entrepreneur stuff or whether it's just personal love stuff hit me up I'm happy to talk. Yes. That's so awesome. Thank you. So how, where can they find you? And I'll definitely link everything, you know, in the comments section and be able to 
they can find it that way. But if they can't write it down right away, how can they find you? They can find me multiple ways, but the easiest way they can find me is probably on my Instagram because it links basically all my brands. Um, and I am at Elena Pinkney, and that's A-L-A-I-N-A-P-I-N-K-N-E-Y. So they can easily find me there, and it'll link them to Electric Heart Media, my email address, uh, my phone number, everything is there. So just, just, yeah, go there. Go to my Instagram. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for taking your time out of, like, you know, all your million businesses and (laughs) wonderfully newlywed. I know that is exciting, and I just, I'm so excited for you and where you're going. I hope that, you know, I definitely, I just, I hope you, you know, document it online since you live, do you live in L.A. still? No, I moved to Atlanta in 2020, uh, when did we move here? 2015, okay. um, because the film, because the film industry is here. My uh, husband works on MacGyver, so okay. that's kind of why we haven't gone back to LA, but yeah, so, yeah. That's cool, I'm supposed to be going to Atlanta, like, in November or December, so I'm probably going to have to holler at you when I get there, um, but yes, that's so exciting. Um, any last word you want to share with the people? Uh, I just want the people to know that you can do it. You can be it. You can achieve it. Uh, sisters from the Bougie University, let's get out here. Let's get this life that we dreamed of. Let's design this life that we dreamed of. And let's not stop until we get to the top. I mean, that's, that's always what I'm going to tell people. Just keep chugging along, even if it feels draining. And even if it feels like you're furthest from your dream, you're going to get there. Yes. I promise. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. I always love talking to you. So thank you, sister. <laughs> My pleasure. It's been a it's been a blessing, I'll tell you that. Yes, yes, yes. Likewise. Likewise, Queen. All right. So, oh my gosh, what did you think? I know you're probably like, this is everything. This is amazing. I can't wait to start doing what I do. Right. So, you know, here at Bougie University, university, hence the university, we're all about, you know, homework and making sure that we are putting these principles, these thoughts into reality. Like, what are we going to do to make some changes? We can talk all we want. We can talk all day and still nothing has changed. But what are we going to do to make sure that we are designing a life we love. And so one of the biggest things that, you know, probably is hitting home a lot to me right now is, you know, the people that we hang around with, you know, the quote, show me your friends, I'll tell you your future. You know, Elena talked about how she sees that in her marriage, as well as career wise. And I want to know from you guys, and I want you guys to do some homework, you know, Taking a look at your friends and the people who you hang around with, who are in, who who's your, your people? Who are the people you go to that bring you life and joy and are rooting for you, your biggest cheerleader? Like, who are these people? I want you to analyze people and see how much time you guys are taking or they're taking from you. And if it's positive or negative, you know, thinking about, if they're going to add to you as a person or a business, 
Or are they taking away? Are they stressing you out? Is this, is this helping your business or yourself, your life? So that is your homework, you guys. And there can be, there's so many lessons in this interview, but we are just going to focus on that for right now, um, probably because it's been a theme for me the past week and a half, two weeks. And I feel like, like we talked about, like divine moments, you know, things that happen for a reason, things that are being said, and just me making sure you know, I have the right people, the right people in my circle. And so, yeah, that's your homework. Send me some, you don't have to send it to me, but you, I, I dare you to think about it. I dare you to shift some people in different categories of your life. I dare you to remove people that aren't adding to you. I dare you to find and seek people that can add to you, build you up. So speaking of, like I posted on my Facebook page, I need a mentor. And y'all, my mentor came, y'all. If you speak it, if you ask for it, I swear the universe will conspire or help you achieve that. So I list, I read the book, The Alchemist, and that's where that comes from. But anyways, we'll talk about that on an, another podcast about designing a life you love for yourself. And I hope you got a lot out of this podcast because I know I did. Let me know what you think. Send me some messages. Tag me in posts. You know, just let me know you heard and you're, you, you, this was good for you. Well, it's been real. Y'all have a wonderful day and be sure to check out the blog um, bougieblackblogger.com and there is a spot where it is for the bougie university and the workshops and I have some really dope stuff coming up so y'all might want to go ahead and subscribe so yes I'm about to go grade papers it's been real have a wonderful night happy designing